And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out on a snow day. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. We asked the question: How many times have you scooped or snowblowed today? Daddy checks in. Happy Friday, boys. For the record, I refuse to shovel snow more than once a day when the temp is below 10. Well, the feels like out there is about 20 below. Uh, Crew checks in. He says, unfortunately, it's a lock tonight. Iowa minus four and a half. That's what Crew thinks. We'll dive into Kalen DeBoer becoming one of the top 10 paid coaches in college football as he's taken the Bama gig. And they'll take more of your stream comments here in the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. But, Schmitty, you asked the question, how many times have you scooped or, or, or zero today? I know it's you for, or zero for you. You've gotten soft in your old age. I've not been soft. Wow. I, have, I am, I am and, a lot, and Jacob Padilla with us here from Hale Varsity and Herd at Sports at Jacob Padilla underscore. Jacob, let me make my case to you about scooping and mowing. Uh, time served, okay? Time served as a kid mowing uh, a few... Lots in the neighborhood growing up, and then uh, I, you know, I always pulled the asthma card, and it works sometimes. Quite frankly, uh, do you want to do you want me to go scoop, or do you want to take me to the uh, the emergency room with uh, with bronchitis or some sort of pneumonia? Uh, so yeah, I, I was the uh, the the uh, portly kid that didn't scoop a whole lot, but I used medical science as as my out. <laughs> uh, that said, we have a dear. Uh, a neighbor that that now does that has always done snow and, and yard and that's how i go i mean junior hot wired mama's suv and took it to work so he's slinging pies at lazari's right now so my my scooper is is actually working that was a, a lot of words to say you're soft no it's not i'm not <laughs> soft. accusations flying Wow. Elijah's pissed because he's, what, scooped twice already? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, once was last night. I've done night. it once. I was the crazy person better. outside my house last night at like 1230. Like, I'm going to get two in, like the two inches we've gotten, I'm going to get that now, save myself some work tomorrow. Failed to consider the fact that it was so windy that that snow just got right back onto my driveway. So there was still an equal amount of work this morning. So it, it was it was brutal. Jacob, did you, uh, did you scoop today? I I have not left the apartment yet. Um, <laughs> Good call. Yeah, everything got canceled that that I had on the 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 schedule. So I am waiting until everything blows through. Uh, I mean, looking out the the window, my car's in decent shape because uh, all the the snow has been kind of blown all around, all over the place. So um, I, I think I'll be okay tomorrow. Hopefully, when I need to leave, but. Yeah, for for now, I'm just that, that's uh, that's tomorrow's problem. Well, Jacob, we we discussed earlier in the week. My roommates on a snow day. So my my roommate's a, a middle school teacher. The other one's a plumber. Uh, on snow days, they get together and they play they play Mortal Kombat pretty much all day. Screaming matches in the living room. It's a whole thing. What video that's so games funny to have think you that fired? A middle up? school teacher does that. Oh, I know. These two are stepbrothers. They met in middle school, so it's like it's how they originally bonded. So they just revert right back to the, the middle school versions of themselves whenever Mortal Kombat's on. But what video games have you fired up today to, to pass the snow day time? Uh, I don't remember the last time I, I played wow. a video game. Good um, call. You're I, a grown-up. I, I, uh, I, I haven't bought a system pass uh, PlayStation 2. I still have it. Yes, I don't know same. if it works. Um, <laughs> it's just the... I just don't have the bandwidth. Like uh, At a certain point, it got to the point where... 
Uh, well, I've got other things to do, so I'm never going to get back to that. And that's kind of where I'm at and where I've gotten to. So, um, no, I was uh, I was kind of look, looking through some uh, some Nebraska-Purdue film, cutting up some clips and stuff to, to put out there for the Nebraska ball fans getting ready for tonight's game. He was, grinder. He was working. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah, video games. He's doing the Lord's work today. He was doing some work. <laughs> Jacob, let's talk about Nebraska-Iowa tonight. And you worried about a letdown, and we were discussing the offense or defense uh, both needing to travel, but but what's most important to travel. So kind of lay out your thoughts on Nebraska's mentality tonight going into this uh, this road venue. Yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting matchup uh, because Iowa hasn't beat anybody as good as Nebraska. Um, their best win right now is over a Seton Hall team that is playing significantly better now than they were when Iowa faced them. On the other hand, uh, Nebraska has only played three games on the road. They've lost two of them, uh, and both of the losses were embarrassing in different ways. So we don't really know. The, the, the Kansas State win, that was a really good win for Nebraska, but it was also a really ugly game. I don't know that either team played particularly well. Uh, Nebraska just went down there and just bludgeoned them on the offensive glass and managed to... Uh, get enough offensive rebounds they, they scored enough to pull that one out um so yeah it, it'll be interesting um to, to see a matchup or a, a mat, uh the matchup would be interesting to see because i i i think we don't really know a ton uh, about either team uh, or at least neither team has shown to this point that um they should be like heavy favorites in this game i think it's kind of a toss-up going in there obviously i was got the home court advantage um but um, I think Nebraska is better than anybody they've beaten at this point, particularly the way they're, they're playing right now. Yeah, uh, Jacob, I said back in the first segment that Iowa hasn't beaten anybody worth a damn this year. Is that too far or is that fair? <laughs> yeah, like I said, Seton Hall is uh, playing better now. Uh, obviously, they, they scored a couple of big wins uh, early in conference play, but uh, I don't think they were playing particularly great when Iowa beat them. Uh, so, yeah, like that's, I mean, after that, you have to look at Rutgers, uh, there in Iowa City, and Rutgers is also struggling. I mean, just look at the Kempom ratings. Uh, even now, Seton Hall is at six, uh, 68, and Rutgers is at 86, and then they don't have another top 100 win outside of that. Uh, th- their next best win would be Arkansas State at 156. So, yeah, it's an Iowa team that uh, hasn't, they, they haven't really put any good wins on, on their resume to this point. They haven't shown that they're capable of beating good teams and Nebraska looks like a good team, but now they have to go show it on the road. Jacob Padilla is with us on Hill varsity radio. If you're Fred Hoiberg preparing for this game and you watch this Iowa film, what's the biggest area of concern for you heading into tonight's matchup? Uh, I mean, just kind of the, the pace they play at and um, it'll be really interesting. Kind of the, the big man matchup there. Uh, ben Crickey's kind of emerged as their their go-to guy as the season has gone on. Um, and Rinkmast is very familiar with them. Those two matched up quite a bit in the Missouri Valley. And uh, Crickey and Mast were Nebraska and Iowa, both recruited both of them. One ended up at Iowa, the other ended up at Nebraska. So now we get to see them go head-to-head and kind of see there, all right, who got the uh, the better end of this uh, recruiting battle here? Um 
I, I, it, I mean, Bryce Williams, rink mass, neither one is 100% healthy. Fred Horberg talked about how they're kind of limiting practice reps for those guys um, currently. So that's always uh, an area of concern. But um, it, it starts with Cricky and then just kind of the, the offensive balance and how many different guys they have uh, that can score the ball. And uh, if you don't take care of business on the defensive glass, um, you, you don't kind of uh, get back in transition. Like they can, they can hurt you that way. So um, it's just kind of the, the offensive firepower that Iowa has uh, and making sure that you don't let them dictate the, the pace of play. You know, Jacob, I'll get your thoughts on Creighton St. John's in a minute, but to, to kind of put a bow on Nebraska here with this squad and, and what they've done with their, their tournament resume. I mean, they've jumped into a lot of projections as a, an 8, 9, 10 seed in, in, the, in the latest, you know, crop uh, predictions or crop reports. That that being said, what do you think weighs more? Those Purdue-type wins or, okay, you, you have a loss potentially at Iowa, a loss at Minnesota. Is it is it the... The, the sweet moments or the how'd that happen moments that can uh, can weigh more, in your opinion here, when it comes to Selection Sunday? Uh, Minnesota is definitely helping that out with uh, the way that they've played this season. I think they've definitely overperformed. And you know, it's not like they're going out and knocking out top 10 teams or anything, but they're winning games and they've got a good record right now. So they're kind of slowly climbing out of the really bad loss category. Um, they're... Uh, they're again closer. Uh, um, I mean, they're 78 compound right now. I haven't looked at their net just in terms of kind of where that quad, where that lands as a, what quadrant it'll be for Nebraska as a loss. Um, but I mean, it, the, the games against Wisconsin and Creighton were ugly, but they were better teams and they're, they're both top 15 teams on compound right now. So in, in the long run, uh, I think those losses won't be held against them. Um, certainly not more so than the Purdue win will we'll prop them up and kind of be the uh, the thing at the top of the resume that will turn some heads there. So uh, as long as they can avoid any more bad losses, I don't think the losses they have right now will hurt them too much um, to the point where it holds them back if they can continue to to add some some quality wins to the resume. Minnesota is 86th in the net. Okay, just so for everybody's information. Offensive rebound going to be the story tomorrow. How does Creighton try and corral that? It's been a bugaboo for them. Uh, Patino's got a ton of athletes. They're pretty long and athletic. Real quick, about 90 seconds. Get your take on Creighton and uh, the matchup tomorrow at uh, CHI. Yeah, uh, you nailed it. I think that's the story of the game right there, the the offensive glass on St. John's side. They're third in the country in offensive rebound percentage, and Creighton is eighth. In defense, in limiting offensive rebounds, um, they they slipped up one time against Marquette, and it cost them. Outside of that, they've been really good in that area this season. So uh, that that's the number one priority is taking care of the glass because the the ripple effects there are um, if, if you get a rebound and push it ahead, then it's harder for St. John's to get into their their press, get into their kind of uh, zones and. Um, kind of switching defenses within the half court if they're in scramble mode and trying to get matched up with Korean and defend their early actions. So um, I, I think that really will largely decide this outside of just like 
um, outlier shooting from either side, I think that'll be the most important key to the game. And it's something that Creighton is certainly equipped to, to do well, um, but it's a different thing w- when you're doing it against a team as good at it as St. John's is with the athleticism and size they have. Jacob, uh, find him on Twitter at Jacob Padilla underscore. Read him with HaleVarsity.com and, of course, heard at Sports. He'll be all over Creighton. Uh, thoughts on Nebraska and, of course, your man for high school coverage, uh, Metro, and uh, around the state as well. Uh, a little pause for prep action this weekend with <laughs> yeah. the weather, but he'll be back at it next week. Jacob, thanks for squeezing us in. Appreciate your time today, man. Stay warm, guys. You too. Appreciate you. There he is, Jacob Padilla. We'll hit some football next. All right, would you challenge that legend status if you're Kalen DeBoer? He's heading to Titletown.